The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And let me just say this, after a 2-0 start to our season, the Raiders deserve R-E-S-P-E-C-T for damn sure. We're going to hit on that and more here on show 575. That's 575 shows, folks. All right, on today's show, we will have the postgame for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Raiders stole one, literally went down and beat them in the East in an early game. I mean, let me tell you, we've all seen it before, but we haven't seen this before. What a game. We're 2-0 after the first two weeks. We're going to hit on the game. And then, of course, we're going to do a pregame for the fish. We've got to squish these fish. They're dangerous opponents. They were beat up hard last week. And they're going to come out here and try to do business. We'll hit the bone line just to wrap it up. We've got a lot of calls, man. It is exciting to be a Raider fan. Can you freaking believe it? Vegas with a 26-17 lead in Pittsburgh. 20 seconds remaining. That's it. The Raiders with an impressive start to the season. So on that Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, September 19th, the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, heading on into the towel-waving Steeler Nation. And that just gives me a A bad taste to even say that because they've stole it for a long time. But we all know who is the real nation and always has been. Raiders came in and did not play around. The defense looked like they didn't skip a beat. Solomon Thomas, multiple sacks. You know, they threw this guy on the junk heap. 
And the Raiders have rex- resurrected his career, resurrected his attitude, and he's playing like a beast. Phylon is a beast. Our defense did a fabulous job um, just dismantling this Pittsburgh Steelers team. They hurt Big Ben, gave him a pectoral bruise, evidently. Uh, something he didn't complain about before the game, evidently. But now he has to complain about it because it's an excuse for his very poor play. And just on a, a side note, Ben Ben is done. Big Ben's finished this year. I don't see him coming back unless they can't replace him. I don't know. They should have made plans to replace him before this because he looked terrible. He looked really bad. He looked bad in his first game. So, not that we beat him in his prime, but we did take down the Steelers, who have a great defense. They do have a great defense. But our offense is spectacular, man. Rugs again. Now, we didn't have our running game, really, because Jacobs is out with this turf toe thing. It's very concerning to me. Uh, but we tried to run the ball. Didn't run it super well, but enough. It ran it enough um, to get first downs. And our defense on third down was solid. Solid. I can't remember a time in the last five years our defense could stop anyone on third down. It was my biggest dilemma on every game. Not now. The worm has turned, as to coin a phrase. The Raiders' defense has turned. It's turned into a monster. And as long as we continue to practice the same and keep the same mindset, and don't get our heads too big. We've been here before. We've been here before, folks. Last year we were 2-0. and And faded quickly off a cliff. That's because we had no defense. And now we have a defense. We have a defensive coordinator who knows what the hell he's doing. Putting his guys in a position to win. It's about damn time we had defense because we haven't had one in over... I, mean, I know over five years for sure. Um... We've had okay defenses, but this looks a little more special. Our DBs are freaking awesome. Mullins with an interception um, and just all the heat. There were a lot of balls deflected. They wouldn't even pass the ball several times because we locked them down. Excellent job by the Raiders and the offense. Just kept moving the ball. Derek Carr put in his hands. Made some critical first downs. I'm totally sold on this team. And Daniel Carlson. Let's just say that name. Let's eclipse Jan Okowski, a great Raider, no doubt about it. But this guy is money. And you can see he's money by the way he kicks. 55-yarder could have made it from 63 easily. So I think this guy could save a couple games for us this year. We only got two down. That's 15 more to go. But this performance was amazing. Uh, the penalties, you know, was on the Steelers' side mainly. Uh, we've got some, we got some growing to do. We've got some growing pains. We're growing in the right direction. Offensive line, we had some injuries, but people are stepping up. People are filling in. I'm just astounded. That without a running game, really, we beat the Steelers. It's crazy. But we did. We beat them pretty good, too. We beat them physically all day long. They came out strong. We came out strong. 
and we prevailed because we were strong for 60 minutes. We played the entire game. And, you know, as much as they wanted to come back, they just couldn't muster it because our defense just smothered them. The three and outs were amazing, like I said. I look forward to a lot of great things from this team, and this game said a lot. You know, it said a great deal. Now everyone's talking about, you know, <laughs> Big Ben's, you know, now they're talking about him starting to decline. Now he was declining all last two years, but now since the Raiders beat him, now it's a subject. You know, because they lost to the Raiders, well, Big Ben's got trouble. You know, it's not about how good the Raiders were. And Chris Collingsworth, I just want to put my foot through the TV and kick him in the head. I cannot stand that smarmy, freaking smartass. I cannot stand that guy. You know, especially he's making excuses for the Kansas City Chiefs losing because, well, you know, Mahomes, Mahomes is this, and Mahomes did that, and there was a mistake here. You know, give me your excuses, Collingsworth. You're the biggest hater that ever was, and you're going to have to swallow it when you start to talk about the praises of Derek Carr, which you're already starting to do. All the haters, all the haters, Colin Coward, I mean, you can go on, you can go on any major sports media, and these suckwads that, you know, Florio, give me a break. He has been a hater from the get-go, and now he's dancing the, well, you know, I'm just trying to tell it like it is. No, he doesn't tell it like it is. He likes to beat up on the Raiders. He always has. He's not telling it like he is. He's taking great joy in our losses and no joy in our victories. It's like, oh, you won. Well, you know, the other team had these excuses. That's Florio. John Gruden of my Las Vegas Raiders. My. Oh, I see. My yes, Las Vegas yes, Raiders. Yes, yes. Uh, hey, man, I, I can climb on a bandwagon as well as anybody, baby. And all these fucking talking heads can kiss my ass because it's time and they have to, they're starting to turn the ship. It takes time for these guys to start turning their opinion because they don't want to be the one guy left out of the bandwagon. They're all trying to grab a piece of that wagon so they can crawl up on it and stand there and say, well, you know, we knew all along that this was coming. I believe in John Gruden. I've told you that from the start. And if you, he, he's a front runner, but you have to give him some front to run <laughs> with. And, and now he's got some. Yep. Boy, what a, that's as big a win as Gruden's ever had, right? Big time win. That has to be the biggest win for Gruden. I thought it was last week. It's, I sat there and I, that was my lock of the week. Some lock. I loved Pittsburgh yesterday. I loved Pittsburgh. I took Pittsburgh in the points as well. So did I. Wrongo. We were right about the Panthers, though. So the Raiders followed up their comeback win last weekend against the Ravens with a big 26-17 victory over the Steelers. They're now 2-0 to start the season, but they did have the same early success in 2020 before missing the playoffs, so Derek Carr wants his team to keep up the intensity. We haven't done what we've wanted to do for the last couple of years. You know, we haven't been to playoffs since 2016. You know, I don't, I don't blame that thought process, but at the same time, like, just as a competitor, you're just like, like, I, I don't care about any of that. Just put the ball down and let's see if we See if we can turn these into wins. Now, we've started 2-0 before, but we got to keep going. You know, we, we can't let this thing, we can't let this thing go downhill. So, uh, 
keeping the mindset, staying in the process, staying in the channel. Those are all the things that matter. You know, it, it is um, what's really good for them is Henry Ruggs is now emerging. So we know Waller is a remarkable yeah. Hall of Fame level um they did this yesterday, by the way, without their top running back, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. So they didn't go in there with their top running back, which is what we always talk about this. I don't want to hear about your injuries. Everybody always, oh, Baker doesn't have Oda. I'm not interested. Nobody's always healthy. So he didn't have his top running back. This offensive line is not as good as last year. And Henry Ruggs is emerging now as an over-the-top threat, which is, which is significant because they've got a middle-of-the-field dominating presence. They need an over-the-top presence. Back-to-back games, he's had an impact. So that's a huge, huge component to it. Derek Carr's game. We don't think of him as a big over-the-top thrower. Now he's got a burner on the back end over the top, and it looks like he's becoming a player. And they face the Dolphins next week. Oh, where's that game at? Um, I don't have it up, actually. Ooh. My computer decided to freak out Oh, on that me. is tasty. Yeah. It is. It's very, it's very interesting. I don't even want to get into the Steelers. The Steelers cannot run the ball. Not there. It's in Vegas. Oh, that's almost willing to go go to Vegas to watch that thing. That's Derek Carr. He <laughs> threw for over 400 yards last I week. He, to- he throws for 382 yesterday against the Steeler defense. Just how good, Rex, is Derek Carr? Man, I mean, he's fantastic. He's been fantastic for the last six, seven years. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, he could have won a league MVP with Jack Del Rio as, yeah, as his true. coach. Yeah. And everybody forgets it. But I love the Derek Carr right now, though. He's basically saying right now, enough's enough. Hey, I should be in the conversation. I'm one of the best players in the game. Here's the thing that I do know. Over the last two years, and the only reason I know it's because a himbo is unbelievable, (laughs) but the Raiders have scored offensively, all right, on 48% of their drives over the last two seasons. Hmm. And the the question never – They weren't losing because of offense. No, that's exactly right. They've never – that the, 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 that's never been part of the conversation. Can they play defense? Can they stop a nosebleed? Right now they can. Again, another one that makes a difference. They bring in a difference maker as a coach, yeah. Gus Bradley. All right, I don't think he's a world beater, but I think he's good. <laughs> okay? They bring him in, and now he's got this team playing. They're rushing the passer. They seem to know what the hell they're doing on the back end. And, and to me, that's a difference. Well, and if this team is way more complete than they've been ever ever since John Gruden got there. Derek Carr has become a great white shark. Mm. He smells blood in the water and he, he chomps. He doesn't make that third and ten throw and yes. hold it for just a second to Henry Ruggs if T.J. Watt's in the game. Mm. And to your point, Rex, if you are, are taken aback by how, how well Derek Carr's playing, you yeah. have watched football in the last Absolutely. three years. And I think that's the big takeaway is he now believes – I could be aggressive with the football, and that's a big deal as a quarterback. So the Raiders 2-0, having played two teams we think are pretty good teams. Yes, I had a, I had a sneaking suspicion. All this load of shit, you guys know exactly what it is. Because you know the true news comes from us, the Raider fan. We're honest. At least here we are at Raider Nation Podcast. I don't pull any punches. If it looks shitty, I tell it like it is. But I don't jump on the Raiders like, oh, you know, they're never going to. No, 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 no. That's not true because it's not a truism. I tell it like it is because I'm a true fan looking at my team. Unlike Collinsworth, who has every sport and he has all his little minions telling him, you know, what they think. And he muddles out his own opinion, what you would think is his own opinion. Florio's the same way. So is Collinsworth, and there's a bunch of them that are that way. 
there are some true sports journalists that have had our back from the first game. And those guys I certainly appreciate. But no one, and I mean no one, thought we could win the second game. Nobody. And here we are. We're at 2-0 and still at 2-0. There's a question. There's a question on whether we're truly a good team. Any other team would beat two playoff teams of last year. There'd be no doubt about it. But since it's the Raiders, that well, they're they're going to fall out. I mean, I'm hearing this already. Well, you know, they've done this before. They did it last year. We're hearing all that. We don't hear how last year the Raiders kicked the shit out of the Chiefs. That's what we hear more about. I'd love to hear more about that. But they're too busy gluing their lips to Patrick Mahomes' ball stack. All of them. I mean, I don't even know how the guy can walk. They got He's got all these guys glued to his ass. I don't know how Mahomes can go to the bathroom. They love him, and no matter what he does, there's no wrong he can do. Let alone Derek Carr in the first two games puts up 800 yards. 800 plus yards. The number one offensive player in the last two weeks. Numero uno. Best quarterback. All we hear from the pundits are crickets. They don't want to step out. They don't want to give kudos because the Raiders have gone this before. I am so sick of these guys. They could at least give an honest appraisal of what's happening with the Raiders. But that's okay. We don't need their shit. We don't need their opinions because we know as fans exactly where our team sits. We're our biggest critics, man. Trust me. I do know this. And one thing I do know, I am so excited of all the games and the 575 podcasts I have done on this team all over the years from 2005 to today. I have seen this team in many different forms, many different shapes, and many different players. And I am more excited about this team than I have in any other team that I've done a show on. That I can honestly tell you. I am so excited because our potential has no end if we continue to play like we're playing. Great job on this win, Raiders. What a game. And there were plenty of Raider fans in the crowd. Lots of them wearing their stuff. Big time Raider fans. Will you see the jerseys? I saw them all. They're all standing up while we were doing good stuff. All 50 of them. They're not a lot, but there's enough to see them in there, and I'm so happy they got to see that game. Every Raider fan there got a show, and they certainly got a show when they walked out because they could walk out loud and proud, especially knowing the Steeler fan, they thought they were going to take this one home. Nate, my friend, Nate. Great fight, Raiders. Great way to start the season. Let's keep this rolling. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, no, it's not. No, it's not. Again, you know, I got to keep going back to this. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. (laughs) Baby, you can drive my car right now. Baby, you can drive my car. Yes, I'm going to be a star.
What a great quarterback. I'm happy to have him there. He is doing the great job that we, you know, we had questions. I had questions. But Derek Carr is solidified. As far as I'm concerned, he's the guy that's going to take us to the show. I see it. I mean, he's got everything around him, finally, to get it done. And, man, he's playing lights out. I got no complaints. A car. You know, he had some some high passes and some passes behind. But I think his game will improve as the season goes on, as our receivers will improve too. Man, it's exciting to be a Raider fan right now. I am so pumped. So now that is finally all I have to say about that. Hi, my name is... Raider Greg. My name is. My name is. My name is. Raider Greg. Oh, the Chiefs this and ooh, with Patrick Mahomes and you know, let's just glue our lips to his ass. Because everybody's got their lips glued to it. I don't know how he can walk. You can take that terrible towel and wipe your ass with it. <laughs> I love it. All right, September 26th at 1.05 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, the Miami Dolphins travel to Las Vegas, Sin City. That's right, where the Raiders need to just squish the fish. And if they say they're mammals, well, we'll mangle the mammals. Whatever you want to say, we got to get this done. Let's talk about it. All right, Randy, you got to put on that Dolphins music now. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Boy, some of these old teen songs are something. At least ours is identifiable to anyone in the globe, for sure. As opposed to, well, Miami. <laughs> Let's talk about this game. Tua is out. Tua's out with a rib fracture. They weren't sure. Matter of fact, the whole coaching staff appears to be unsure. Which leads me to believe they're very dysfunctional. Two is the only quarterback of all 32 that didn't get named a captain. Voted by the team. That says a lot to me about the individual that's Tua Talcolomba. Now, we don't have to worry about him. I can't say his last name, obviously. Um, So we're going to get Jacoby Brissett, which is a really good quarterback. He's a, he's a basic pocket-passing guy. He's not a runner. He's not going to take off and make any crazy you know, plays that way, but he is a good pocket passer and very dangerous. He could hurt us. This is a game we got to be careful of, man. The Dolphins, countless times they have come into Oakland back in the day when they were losing and they beat us. I don't take any of these games for granted. This one especially, it's a poison pill. It's a catch em game, and I don't want to be caught by the fish ever again. Now, here's the advantages that we have. Our defense 
will be going against a right-hand thrower. Now, Tua is a left-hand guy. They've been doing all season, all training camp. They've been practicing for a left-hand QB. Now, I, I know they do do some with the backup guy, but it's not going to be real game speed. So the ball is going to come out way different. The team has to play completely differently. You know, so is the offensive line, which is in trouble for sure. They don't even know who to play. It looks good for us, which is really the problem I have with this game. Trap is written all over this game. So they got a 35-0 beatdown from the Buffalo Bills. They thrashed the Dolphins. So they're embarrassed. They're pissed. Their coaching staff is embarrassed. They're pissed. The players are tired of hearing about how they got thumped last week. What are you going to do against the Raiders? They're sick of it. So they're going to come in here to beat the Raiders. I guarantee you they're going to be ready. They're going to be fired up. And they're going to be focused on trying to do their job. This is why I think this is a trap game. And we have to be ready to play like it's a Super Bowl. Because I think their players are going to play out of their minds. People you've never even heard of are going to make great plays. This is the problem with a wounded team. And trust me, the, the Dolphins are seriously wounded. they got questions all over. Every player on the Dolphins team is playing for his life, playing for his job still. This team is in disarray. They're trying to find a, a focus, an image. They're rebuilding for sure. I feel really bad uh, for Flores. He's over his head. You can totally tell. Um, he's an interim coach, I believe, for this team. They're looking down the road. Um, two is not the answer for this team, I don't think. And so in that, Jacoby Brissett, who'll be playing, it's a trap game, like I said a million times. Our offense has to get up on them early. If we don't score two quick touchdowns and put them down like a bad dog, they're going to linger around and beat us. We have to snuff out the Dolphins, literally. And I don't care if it's embarrassing. It would be just fine with me if we beat them 35-0 to again, too, along with the Bills, and moved on about our business. We cannot play with the Dolphins. We cannot jack around with them. We cannot look at their record or their players and think we got it made. This is the kind of game that will hurt us if we're not prepared for it. But my biggest hope in this game is what I've seen from the team so far. My biggest hope against the Fish are what I've seen from our team character-wise in these first two games. This is a no-give-up, no-quit team. And knowing that, we have to go in there and take care of business. I believe it should be simple. Score early. Score through the air. Pummel these guys with passes. You know, we'll try to run the ball a few times. I don't think we should use Jacobs. I think they should keep him on the bench. I think we can win this game without him. Um, we need to heal him up for later on the season. So I don't mind not having him going into this game. I hope he doesn't go into this game because if he gets injured again, we might not have him again for the rest of the season. Not worth it. Not worth it against the fish. I think we can beat these guys for by at least a touchdown. But then again, 
Who knows? <laughs> Listen, the Fish are a proud organization, and they ain't playing. These players are professional football players, and they are playing for their jobs. So they're going to come out here and try to do a job. Raiders, I think, will handle their business. And boy, will you believe the clamoring of a 3-0 and Raiders start. I can't wait to listen to the talking heads as they turn completely around, just like in Poltergeist or something, <laughs> as the head completely turns around and speaks a different tone. I flip and love it. Florio, I'm waiting to hear from your ass. And ever, all of them, actually. I can't wait for the next day. So before I put all my eggs in the basket, let's just pray, hope, and know we have a team that can do it, and I think they will do it, and it'll put us in a great position. In one hand, it'll put us in a good position in our division, because I'll just tell you right now, I think we'll, be, we'll win our division. I know we can beat the Chiefs, and I know I'm going way out on the edge, but I know we can. So when we do, and we're top dogs in our division, we got to sail that all the way to the end of the season so we can make the playoffs as the AFC West champions. And you heard it here first. I'm telling you, we can do it. There's something going on out West. The NFC West and the AFC West, Gip, that thing going to be get very, 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 very interesting. Mm. But Derek Carr was sensational yesterday. And um, I'm surprised the Raiders, I, I definitely didn't think they were going to beat the uh the Ravens, I'm surprised they're 2-0 right now. But they look like a major player, Skip. They are a major player in the AFC, especially after what we've seen over Kansas City the first two weeks, the yep. vulnerability in stopping the run. Yep. And they, they were on the cusp in week one. They could easily be 0-2. Mm. So the Raiders said, you know what? We got to forget wild card. We're a player in this division now. Mm -hmm. That is correct. <laughs> so let's just squish the fish, mangle the mammals, Get this job done. I know we can. Come on, Raiders. And that is all I have to say about that. Bad of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. Hearing from my fans. Hearing from the Raider Nation is the best thing ever. Thanks for calling in, everybody. It really makes the show. I love it. I just love it. Randy really makes the show. So give him kudos, because without him, this would be nothing. Uh, I would go on raw, and you wouldn't want to hear that. <laughs> so let's get to the bone line, man. Come on, pick up that damn phone. And don't be embarrassed. Give it a try. All right, who's first on the line? And our first caller is Raider Steve from Richmond, Virginia. What do you got for us, my good Raider brother? Ladies and gentlemen of the Raider Nation podcast, hey, this is Raider Steve calling you live from Richmond, VA. Look, um, I know about you guys. Man, that, that first half, good God, man, it's freaking hard to watch, but I kept telling myself, ugly, but we're still in the game. Long as we're alive, hey, man, we're alive. It's good. So, um, anyway, we get to the second half. Man, it lit up. Speaking of lighting up, though, I don't know what you guys think, but I'm about, I hope for the love of God 
we do not hear anything about uh, we need to move on for Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not going to take you to the promised land. Derek Carr can't get it done. Derek Carr play. I don't want to hear about that bullshit, man. Really? Really? That guy? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. First half stats didn't look good. Speaking of the first half, you know, I wonder if that miserable offensive performance uh, in the first half wasn't a miserable or genius offensive strategy where Gruden was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep knocking on the door with Waller until you answer the door. And when you answer the door, I'm going to hit you where you're not looking. Who knows what he was thinking, man. I don't think Gruden is just going to roll out some stupid, simple, um, you know, offensive game plan because that looked kind of stupid and simple unless he had a better idea. He was trying to work some other angle. He was like, you know what, we're going to take what you give us, and until then, we're going to try to beat you with our best athlete or best athlete. Whatever, man. Anyway, Waller, ain't nobody joking about him anymore, huh? Man, the injuries, I'm not too happy about the injuries, but uh, but we'll see. Who knows what's going on with the Steelers. Uh, I wish I had paid more attention to the Steelers-Bills game last weekend. I got some Steelers friends. I got some Bill fans. I'm trying to get some intel from them, but it's just hard to say what's going to happen there. Uh, but, you know, we're East Coast, so maybe we'll get East Coast screwed. We'll see. Kind of hard to not be happy about that game Monday night. Curious what y'all's thoughts about the fans and the stands are. Looked like a little bit of a home field advantage, and I know y'all got Oak Town roots. Uh, so I'm curious about y'all's thoughts on the, uh, on the fans. Anyway, I'm pushing my time. I hope y'all have a good one. Look to hear from you soon. Bye. First of all, thanks for the call, brother. Very good. And as far as the first half goes, I was having an ulcer. I was flipped out. I was was pissed off. I did not keep my cool. I was angry. There were a lot of misplays that we could have gotten, um, but for some bad passes. I'm telling you, Derek Carr did not look good in the first half. I don't care what anybody says. I saw him play. He threw balls that were high, too hot, uh, behind the receivers. So, yeah, the first half was not very good. He had to regain his composure because the second half was like a different team, completely different team. And we beat the Ravens. Let's just not say we won or we slipped by or we get lucky. We beat them physically, emotionally, mentally, and we beat them on the field, period. Great victory. Um and you know what happened to the Steelers at this point. But, yeah, I was concerned the first half. Second half showed a whole different program, which we rode into Pittsburgh. Appreciate the call, bro. And our next caller is Sleepless in California. I feel you, bro. I was sleepless the night we won. That is for damn sure. And you were there. And you can testify to how freaking loud it was. Raider Nation was rocking, bro. What else you got for us? What's up, Brother Greg, Brother Randy? Hey, man, this is Sleepless. Man, I was out in Vegas. I was out at the game. Holy shit. What a fucking way to kick off the NFL season. What a fucking way to kick off Allegiant Stadium with fans. That place was rocking and fucking rolling, man. That place was so loud. It was unbelievable. Now, I know we can't replicate what we had in Oakland. I understand that. I get that. But this is 
is a goddamn close second right here, boys. This win, this fan, these, this fucking crowd was just wild. Before kickoff, after kickoff, during the game, everybody was just fucking nuts. You could definitely tell the difference, man. It was fucking crazy. Uh, kudos goes to Gus Bradley and that defense. Holy shit. Holy shit. We actually look like a fucking defense, fellas. We actually look like an NFL defense. Mad Max had a hell of a game. There was pressure on Lamar every goddamn snap. Every snap there was pressure on his ass. And it was great. It was absolutely great watching him scramble, watching him watching him try to beat us. It was amazing. Uh, DC looked really slow uh, the first half of the game, and then he seemed to turn it on the second half. And it just is what it is, man. I mean, they ended up coming out with the victory. I just hope that they don't play that slow when they play Pittsburgh this weekend because that's going to be a huge game, huge game. Um, everybody showed up. Everybody that was supposed to ball out, balled out. And the offensive line didn't look too bad. Cables coached those boys up. And I know we lost good for the remainder of the season. I know we lost uh, uh, Joe McCoy for the rest of the season. But, hey, man, next man up. Next man up is what they've been preaching. And this team just looks a little bit different. This team's looking a little bit different, a little bit hungrier. And I can't fucking wait, man. I can't wait to get back to Allegiant. Uh, season tickets, man. Um, I'm going back in November. Got the other ones uh, spoken for from family and friends. But, man, I cannot wait. I cannot wait, man. Uh, love you guys. Keep the podcast up. Keep it going. Raider Nation, let's get another victory Sunday, man. Great call, brother. And yeah, Gus Bradley's got it figured out. And I am so happy that you got your money's worth going to that stadium, which is beautiful. And the Raider fans showed up. They didn't sell their tickets to a bunch of fans from the other team, which was my biggest concern about the new stadium. No, it was full of the silver and black. And I know it was loud. Randy was there with his wife. And they're not the only people I know that were there. Um, and it was crazy loud. And our team looks really good. And as you know now, we beat the Steelers. We're in a great position, bro. We're in a great freaking position. So right on, man. Thank you for the call. Looking forward to hearing from you again, my brother. And our next caller is Dan from Worcestershire, England. You got that right. At least I got it. At least I think I pronounced it correctly. (laughs) What's up, bro? Hello there. This is uh, Dan from Worcester in England. Uh, gotta say, what a win that was. I know we're a bit late ringing up, but it was a hell of a performance. Uh, just get on the game late here, obviously, because of the timing. So I missed your show this week, but what an effort. Um, just phenomenal. The car races, just remember how much pre season he played. You know, from over here, I think he looks a quality quarterback. But you guys seem to have the haters, but hey, no, I love him. So just check it out. Love the show. Listen to it every week. From the Baggy Raider, hear me out. Yeah, I don't know what the controversy is here with Derek Carr, but um, I don't think there's a controversy anymore. The first time he's got a decent defense. Um, So I think he's going to do real well this year. We'll see. But I don't see anybody wanting to kick his ass out of town yet. 
Um, we've had trouble in the past, of course, but I just don't think this team is going to let him fail. I just don't. Appreciate the call, man. I know you stayed up super late uh, for this game because you are Raider Nation. And our next caller is my very good brother, Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. I love this guy. I always have. What is happening, my bro? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Chris, Scranton, Pennsylvania. How about those Raiders? 2-0. and Outstanding. And living in Pennsylvania and beating the Steelers and having to go to work this week around a bunch of Steeler fans, oh, I'm going to love it. Hat, shirt, muzzle, I mean mask that we're forced to wear. All decked out in Raiders. What a beautiful feeling this is, man. Let me tell you. First and foremost, Greg, you know I'm the biggest car hater in the world, but let me tell you something. That ends today. Car is looking damn near perfect so far. And I know it's early, but I'm giving credit where credit's due. And finally, the hookup with rugs. This is what we needed. More options other than Waller. People better look out because this defense now, whew, this is what Raider Nation and the Raiders are all about. Time to go and do some fishing next week. Raider Nation, I love you guys. Next Sunday against Miami would would have been my dad's 74th birthday, so shout out to my pop. Rest in peace. Raider Nation, I love you guys. I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. Well, it is official. You heard it here right on the Raider Nation podcast. That's right. My good friend. (laughs) Raider Chris from Scranton, PA is giving love to Derek Carr and I believe you should, bro because I feel the same way Um, the guy's playing lights out I don't know what else we could expect from him but hell man, if he plays like this we're going to the show faux show appreciate your call the fact that you went to work and all Raidered out in Pennsylvania brings joy Joy to my heart, bro. Ah, your co-workers must have loved it. All right, brother. Thanks for the call, man. And now a phone call from the fin fatale of the Raider Nation. Yes, the woman. The woman involved in many calls here at the Raider Nation podcast. We love her here. That would be Callie in the South Raider. Now, she lives down there by my brother Randy, you know, Raider Randy, uh, in New Orleans area and Louisiana. And she got hit by Ida. So did Randy. But thank God they're both okay. Um, but, man, what a fan. She's a great fan. <laughs> I love this gal. Raiders! Oh, my God, that was such a great game. This is Kelly and South Raider. I love you guys so much. This was such a great game. After Monday Night Football, I thought I was too old. I walked out on that three times and came back and we won. And this game, um, I didn't have to walk out on. We had it. We did great. I love Derek Carr. I love Derek Carr. Anybody who has doubt in him, you need to let that go. Okay, I'm not going to say too much because I'm in the midst of Ida out here in Louisiana, but um, trying to clean up my house, just made it back from 
Texas, and there was nothing better than to see this win against the Steelers. There was nothing better. I am so proud of us. Love us. Love you guys. Love Raider Nation so much. Raider Greg and Raider Randy. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, Raider Randy, I hope you're doing well. I hope you didn't have too much damage. I saw a little bit on Facebook. Um, let me know. Love you guys. Go Raiders. Raiders! Kelly in the South, out. Yeah, I could feel you. I could feel you walking, uh, walking out on that first Monday night game in the first half. I couldn't sit down in my chair. I was screaming and yelling. Matted car the whole time screaming. You know, get the ball to the receiver. What's wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. But our defense from the beginning of the game showed me that that was not all we needed. The defense stood up and took care of business on that first Monday night game. So I feel you on that one. We beat the Steelers. It feels good. And to be Cali in the South today, not a bad deal, honey. Thank you for the call. And our next caller smells like cheese. Because he is the Cheesehead Raider from Wisconsin. What's going on, my good Raider brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider caller from Wisconsin. And we just beat the Pittsburgh Squealers. Last time we were on the field with them, second of the last year in Oak Town was the first time I was there. It was a Christmas present from my beautiful, lovely wife, who is from Pennsylvania. And at the end of that game, it was the same as the end of this game. Silent, nothing. We beat them again. Now, I'm not going to talk too much about the center and car exchange. You know, I know there's, it, they're doing decent. Um it will give some time, get that worked out, but we got to do something about the running game. We need a power back. Um, without Jacobs there, it really shows how we really can't get that punch. Um, I mean, he is a step above everyone else. And uh, last year, I said if we had an average defense with our offense, we would be in the playoffs. Well, I'd say we have about have an average offense right now. Offense is, or sorry, average defense we have right now, giving up some points, but they're not giving up those big explosive plays like they did last year. And uh, you can actually rely on them. It's not like, oh my gosh, we got to put our defense out there. It's like, okay, you know, I'm I'm all right with this. Of course, I'm more of the person who wants to put their foot on the throat and keep pressing down. But you know, that's not the way Gruden is. He wants to run the ball and take time off. I want to chuck it down the field and keep on scoring points. But uh, offense, you know, they're starting to look a little bit better. Um, like I said, kind of throw it a lot more without Jacobs there, but happy 2-0. and Still need to work on things. You know, a lot of times when we win, people want to just go, oh, you know, not worried about that, and then all of a sudden they fight us in their rear end and we lose, and everybody wants to scream about it. No, you need to work on the failures now. But, hey, enjoy that win. Beat those squealers 2-0 and in the AFC. Now, as just the last couple of years, start out strong. We've got to end strong. And that's it. Cheesehead Raider, out. 
Love the call, brother. Love the call. And we definitely need to get our running game together. We definitely, I'm afraid, just like you. I'm afraid we're going to be one-dimensional and someone's going to stick it to us. Now, I don't understand why we have Barbara, Barbara in the game. He has experience, but he just doesn't have the pop. Now, I might be one of very few, but I think Regus, who's on our practice squad, was a beast. He was a beast in the preseason. They couldn't stop him for nothing. I don't understand why we're not using him, um, but they've kept him on the practice squad. He's still there, and we still have Peyton Barber as our running back um, and Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake's not big enough, not for this game. He's a he's a finesse back. We need a power back. And Barber's just not that guy. I think Regus is going to be the guy. Maybe they're just holding on to him. I don't know what the reason is, but I think Regus is a better running back for the power game myself. Nonetheless, great win. Love the call. Keep them coming because if we keep winning, I'm going to have so many calls I don't know what to do with. Appreciate it, bro. And our next caller is Raider Colin out of Pleasanton, California, not too far from here. What's going on, my good brother? Raiders! What's happening, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, Raider Nation? Man, nice win. Defense, baby. Win championships. Let's hope that happens for us, man. Um, this is Raider Colin out in Pleasanton, and uh, I just wanted to man, give my, my my little words here at the end of the game. Be happy, um, you know. Worry about the, of course, the injuries, man. Offensive line. Surprised we were able to, uh, you know, without any running attack, without Josh Jacob, man. Surprised this went our way, but you know, line uh, did did enough and uh, it looked good there, man. But that. You know, nice, nice defense. You know, we saw the pressure up front, but also the, uh, you know, the secondary gets some work in there. Um, and man, looks look pretty solid, man. Big improvement. So uh, happy, happy man right here. Um, that's all I got. Just, uh, everybody, let's do this. Raider Nation, love everybody. First, thank you for the call, brother. I'm feeling it. You're feeling it. It's good to be a Raider fan. Uh, for sure, especially in the Bay Area. Uh, the 49ers, please give me a break. <laughs> I cannot stand that fan base. And the fact that we're 2-0 and and they're 2-0, and it's a nice touch, especially the way we are 2-0. and Appreciate the call, bro. Well, now we have a voice from the past. My very good brother, Raul Oliveros. Been there at games with him and his family. Great Raider fan. Great Raider family. I love this call. What is going on, my good bro? Long time. Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. What a way to start the season. 2-0 and and to have defeated the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Squealers. That's right. They were squealing. What a performance from our defense. I got to say it's much improved. And our MVP quarterback, without Josh Jacobs, going up to Pittsburgh and spanking that ass. To all the experts that gave us no hope, that said we were going to get blown away, well, screw you. On to the Dolphins. 
Let's squish the fish. And I'm Raul Oliveros. And I am out. Yeah, it's funny because I think you and I have had this conversation on numerous occasions. If we only had a defense, if our defense could do this, if our defense could do that, um, now we do. Now we do. And you see the difference it makes in our team. We both agreed on this too. We don't have anything if you don't have a defense. We had it before. We had a team we could put up 40 points and we lose by 42 to 40. Crazy. That shit don't happen again this year. Uh, we got a defense that means business. I'm loving it. I can hear you're loving it. And I haven't heard you this excited in a long time, bro. That makes me feel very confident. I love it. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is my good brother, the Nebraska Raider. He's in the house. How you doing, my brother? You must be a happy mother. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Nebraska Raider calling in, man. I was at uh, DJ's dugout here in Omaha watching the game. I had a couple of uh, friends out there watching watching the game with us, and uh, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of Steelers Steelers fans out there as well. But um, oh my goodness gracious, you want to talk about? <laughs> Oh my God! You want to talk about having trying to have uh, two heart attacks within the seven days? There you go. That's that's what that was. My gosh! But oh my goodness gracious! It's uh, uh, you know, without having a uh, Jacobson and um, having a couple of uh, injuries on the uh, defensive side, freaking defense, man. Uh, I I don't even have to say it, but I will. The, the defense is just swarming to the ball from last year to this year. It, it's, it's, it's a 180. Uh, Abram is kicking ass. Everybody else is, you know, just getting there, getting to the ball and, and just swarming up, swarming after it. And, um, uh, I was looking for Max, uh, to, to get a sack. He was getting close, but, uh, you know, they have a pretty good line. Well, not, but my gosh, that uh, 61 yarder to <laughs> and the freaking referee almost got in the way. You think they would have caught a flag on that? <laughs> Who knows? But um, uh, showing out, man, got Foster Moreau involved. Oh my gosh, um, on that touchdown pass uh, with. Uh, DC after that pass flashbacks of 2016 and all that and I'm just glad he was able to get up it was you know it was just a uh, you know ankle sprain or you know I'm not exactly sure what it was but um oh yeah, yeah I freaking almost had a heart attack there <laughs> but two and oh man against AFC, uh, not divisional rivals, but AFC conference rivals, and two playoff teams. So let's uh, kick Miami's ass because they just got a 35-0 and 0, uh, uh, defeat. So I'm going to cut it off here short. Uh, there's a whole lot more that I want to say. Oh, yeah, and uh, third and Renfro.
that's a real deal. Um, love you guys. Love you, Ready Greg. Love you, uh, Ready Randy. Keith Smith, uh, everything goes out to you. And um, this is Nebraska Raider Brandon, uh, and I'm signing out. I'll call back next week. God bless. Nothing like having a game and a bar with a bunch of the opposing fans. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, that would have been a great moment for you. And, you know, I didn't talk about this in my show, but I'll talk about it now since you brought it up. Derek Carr's injury during the game. Now, to me, I think it was a cheap shot. I think it was a super cheap shot. I don't think it was a mistake that that player rolled an extra roll right into the quarterback's legs. Should have been a flag, 15-yard penalty, because that was not a mistake. You know, he rolled into the quarterback on purpose. Anybody who saw it and watched it over again, I mean, that was a penalty without a doubt. So saying that, I'm glad he's back. He has a little scrap here and there. We got to keep him healthy to keep this thing rolling. We've already seen what happens when he's out on these epic seasons. Can't have it. We cannot have it. Mariota's out. Not like he's going to come in and save the day, but he's got a much better chance uh, than our four-string guy or third-string guy, whatever. Um, we just can't have we can't have Derek Hurt. That's all there is to. We got to protect him. And that's it. Love the call, bro. Uh, what has been a nice atmosphere after W at that bar, brother. And our next caller is my good friend, the Bluegrass Raider. What's happening, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Bluegrass Raider. I got to say it. 2-0, 2-0. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> Oh, man, my nerves, my nerves are still repairing after the Monday night game. And that's a serious game, as we all know. But, man, I, I can't, I'm on cloud nine right now. But this is where I want to say, Ray Greg, real quick. I'm I'm happy. But, you know, I mean, call me old-fashioned, but I've seen this movie before, if you'll take my meaning. I mean, I hope this doesn't turn into a season that where we win the games that nobody says we will and that we lose the games that we're supposed to win. But there are no gimmies in the NFL, as they say. Uh, 2-0, 2-0, let's go, let's go. I'm super jacked, super thrilled. I really hope this doesn't turn into like a season of we win the games that we're not supposed to and we lose the games that we're supposed to win, but there's no gimmies in the NFL, as they say, but we all know who those that are lacking in telling our Raider Greg. I don't know what else to say other than that. Um, you know, penalties, the stupid penalties that we have, like especially during the Pittsburgh game, getting up to the two-yard line and getting backed up, it's those silly takeaways, man, that are just making my blood boil. I don't understand it, but yet it's happening like fewer and fewer, I do suppose, unless I'm totally forgetting something, but we're still able to manage and come back. I swear there are sometimes, I swear to God, the league is against us. I don't know why, but it's just how I feel some days. But anyway, that's my bones for today. I'm going to hope getting ready for the next week against the Dolphins. 
and uh, hopefully we can come out and win them. About y'all, so let's get out. Let's keep at this. Come on, y'all. Go Raiders. All right, my brother. Good call. And you know, you bring up a, a good point because I I do agree with you that we have got to keep the foot on the gas. I just man. There's something inside me that says this is not the kind of team that's going to take anyone for granted. That's how I feel. I hope I'm right, but that's how I feel. And we'll find out against the fish. Appreciate the call, man. And our next caller is Sleepless in California. He's calling after this Pittsburgh game. He's got a good call. Pay attention. What's going on, Ready Greg? It's, uh... Sleep us out here in California. I was sleepless in Korea, but I'm not anymore, man. I uh, got out of the service, and I'm back in Cali, bro. But anywho, that game Sunday, brother, against Pittsburgh was amazing. I mean, the defensive pressure, they just kept it up from that Baltimore game. The air raid offense was absolutely ridiculous. They couldn't get a whole lot going on the ground. But it really didn't matter because D.C. kept him going. He kept passing that ball. What do you have, like 300 and some odd passing yards? Crazy. Crazy. That last deep bomb to Ruggs, man, that left, that is what we had envisioned. That is what we as a fan base had been hoping for, and that's what we want to see more of. I know that's what I want to see more of. Hit that long ball. Hit that bomb. How David said it best, it's one thing to have him. It's another thing to use it, you know. One thing to say you have the players to do it, it's another thing to do it. So let's do it, man. That's what we want to see more of. We want to see that deep ball. We want to see that bomb. I mean, it was was such a pretty ball. He threw it, and it was such a pretty catch, man. It was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, The defense is playing lights out. All game long, they gave Big Ben fits, man. All game long. Long, they gave that man fix. Uh, forcing him to throw that ball right into Trayvon's hands was fucking beautiful, man. Uh, they tried it again. They almost got it again, but uh, and then Dante Johnson ended up fighting through, fighting through that uh, that press man coverage, and you know he fought through it and he caught a ball. Okay, so he caught a ball. But long story short, that defense is still kicking ass. Uh, Max Crosby is playing light. Out. Uh, the addition of Yannick and Gawkway just goes to further show how beautiful this defense can look when we got the right defensive coordinator. And it looks like Bradley is the real deal, man. Uh, Gunther should have been fired a long time ago, brother. A long, long time ago. So I'm really happy that we got Bradley, and uh, hopefully we continue the pressure. Want to see some more picks. Love to see Trayvon get his first interception. Uh, he plays that center field the way uh, – you know, Ed Reed used to. He plays that center field the way Earl Thomas used to. That's the scheme that he runs. So, you know, let's see how this goes. We got Miami this weekend coming up. So, with Tua possibly out, might see Jacoby Brissett. There's even Deshaun Watson room with brother, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, I love it, man. I love this team. I don't care what these fucking analysts say about the power rankings. They can all fucking suck it because – it don't matter, baby. The Raiders are still going to be top ten in our eyes, and we don't care what the fucking critics say. Never have, never will. Uh, fuck them for all I care. Let's see what happens uh, Sunday night, baby. Let's, let's fucking go. I love this call. 
This is a Raider flipping call, if I've ever heard one. Rugs, Branch. That's who he reminds me of, Cliff Branch. Me and Randy have talked about this already. He looks just like Cliff Branch, and he does things like Cliff Branch. It's kind of weird to see, but we can now blow the top off of pretty much anyone. Car through for 400-plus yards, bro. (laughs) Mad Max is a crazy man, and Gunther was a pile of crap that should have been jettisoned his first year. You know, that kept us back. Ah, Don't get me started. I'm glad we're here. It's a great thing to have a defense, especially one that is so Raider-like, bro. One that's so gutsy and brings the nasty. Um, I just love the attitude of our defense. It's just so Raider-like shit, man. You're getting me all excited. Bring on the fish. Let's squish those dudes. Squish in them fish, bro. Love the call, man. And our next caller is Raider Tom from Minnesota. And let me just give you a little history. Raider Tom is an old-time Raider fan. And he used to go to Oakland. He brought his entire family one time. We got to meet. It was quite a pleasure. I love Raider Tom. He's a great fan. What do you have for us, my good brother? Hello, Raider Greg. This is Raider Tom out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are 2-0. and oh. Cannot hardly believe it. This is a test that I didn't really think Derek Carr was the guy. I really didn't. I just lost faith in the guy after not being in the playoffs for so many years. My my saying was, once you put lipstick on a pig, what do you have? You still have a pig. But he sure is changing my mind this year. Last weekend, my wife and I were out camping. We had tea time at 140. We're out in the middle of BF nowhere. Um, we go at this bar restaurant to have lunch before we're going to play some golf. And lo and behold, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the and the Las Vegas Raiders are on TV. So what we do? We canceled our golf tea time, and we stayed in the bar restaurant to watch the entire game. I had my Raider hat on. I had my golf Raider shoes on. And I, we, just, we were cheering and screaming and yelling, and it was amazing. We have a team this year. The defense is looking great. We weren't even full strength. We didn't have Josh Jacobs. We didn't have Mariota for Mariota as our backup. He was hurt. But, my gosh, I, I think we're going playoffs. You know, I'm going to call it right now. I'm thinking Super Bowl this year. I really am. I hope so. I love the Raiders, always have been. I want to say a word to my brother, my younger brother, who passed away um, August 29th from COVID. He was a big Raider fan, too. So, Terry, my brother, Raider Terry, who was in uh, Seattle, Washington, love you. I'm here in heaven watching the game and cheering us on. Raider Greg, keep this, keep the podcast going because it's one great thing we all look forward to as Raider Nation fans. Thanks, Greg. Take care. Bye-bye. What did I say about a great fan, great Raider family, actually? They stopped their tea time, sat in the bar, and did what we all would do. If you can see them, then you're going to stay and watch them. Because that's what it is. I love it, man. It's a great story, man. Um, Kudos to you. And my deepest condolences to your brother. And, you know, anybody else who dies from this horrible disease. Um, But I will say this. It is preventable with a shot. And that's all I'm going to say about that um 
Yeah, my deepest consolus is losing losing family for any reason, be it accident, disease, whatever, especially uh, a good brother, and I'm sure he was a great brother to you. I'm sorry, bro. That sucks. But I am glad you called. Please give my love to the family. I'll never forget that time seeing you in the parking lot <laughs> there at the Coliseum. It was a great time. And our next caller is Houston Raider Steve. He actually went to the game. Yep, he went there, visited some friends in Ohio, and off he went to Pittsburgh. And you know how all them folks in Ohio hate those folks in Pittsburgh. Well, I know I do. They hate him. The Browns fans hate him. The Bengals fans hate him. They all hate the Steelers. And so Raider Steve went. He's got a story. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Houston Raider Steve. I was up in Pittsburgh, and Rocky Blyer was talking to Merrill Hodge out there pregame. And Rocky was saying, well, you know, the Chuck Noll said our 76 team that we lost to the Raiders in the championship game in Oakland. Both I was hurt, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Fran- Franco Harris was hurt. And then he said, uh, so that was the reason why they lost and everything. And they went on and on about, oh, you know, the first playoff game we ever won in franchise history was the, was the uh, Raiders game. Immaculate reception. And then he started talking on about, oh, it was funny. He, was, he started talking about back in, they had a playoff game and they, or a game and they played in San Diego and then they had their off week and then they, so they went to Palm Springs and then they went up to Oakland and some Raider fan was being really disparaging about Rocky and Rocky's grandfather and father were up in the stands and they just started beating the crap out of this guy and then they all got kicked out of the stadium for this fight, for this beating this guy took, this Raider fan from his grandpa. Then they started talking about Immaculate deception play. Immaculate deception play. He had his back to it and says, we're screwed. We're not going to win this game. The crowd roars and all of a sudden he sees Franco running down the sidelines. All these players running down the sidelines and he's running in the locker room. And he never even saw the play happen. He thought the game was over with. But anyway, it's a great win. We shut him up. All the Derek Carr haters can take a break. He had almost 400 yards. And at the end of the game, we're all, running, we're all going out there after the game was over. They fell out like Warflats in the fourth quarter. Steelers fans, because they were getting their tails kicked. We're all yelling, Raiders! Man, it was a great win, Greg. <laughs> all I can say is, Raiders are back, baby. All those haters can forget about it. Here's to you, Rocky. Here's to you, uh, uh, Hodge. All those obnoxious, condescending jerks up in Pittsburgh waving those stupid, terrible towels. If I shut up, it's nice to get, see them get their tails kicked in their own state and they want to get rid of Roethlisberger. Goodbye. You know, bro, when I hear that kind of stuff, when I see people like that, I go, well, that was then and this is now. We'll see what happens today. I love saying that because at the end of the day, especially that day, you saw what happened. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller and last but not least, Raider Trip is in the house the RVA Raider, what do you have for the Raider Nation? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Trip, a.k.a. the RVA Raider. Call him from Richmond, Virginia. It's a couple days after the game. Man, I've just been basking in the awesomeness of the beginning of the season, man. 2-0, starting with two real contenders, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. 
man, it's just what a good game it was. I love seeing this defense play. I mean, I think we've all become accustomed to having high expectations for our offense, a plenty of talent there, but, man, for the past several seasons, I, mean, I can't even say how far back it's gone. Our defense has just sucked. And, you know, finding players and places that you wouldn't expect, man, like Crosby. I mean, Crosby and Ngakwe, man, those two dudes are sick nasty. They've just been bringing the pressure all day long on Roethlisberger and the week before on Jackson. I mean, I love it. I want to see more of it. I can't get enough of it. And going into this week, playing in Miami, uh, I mean, I hope that we can have a game or two this season where we just run up the score on an opponent. That's what I want to see. I love tight games, man. But I mean, I, I just got, my heart's got to have a break after that game on on Sunday against the Steelers, man. I was hoping we were going to start running up the score on them. So that was too close for my liking. But seeing as how we are in the season and the way that Miami's been playing, I mean, I, I hope that we just blow the hell out of them. Anyways, high expectations. I hope that we're going to be sitting 3-0 for the first time. And, shoot, I don't know how long, man. It's been well, it would have been well over 20-something years. And that would just be an awesome way to, to get almost to the quarter mark of the season. Anyways, Raider Nation, Raider Randy, Raider Greg. I'm excited. I know everybody else is too. That's all I got to say for now. I'm out. I love the call, bro. I love it. Um, the defense is, is an amazing thing, and it has been over a decade, I think. At 2016, you know, was an okay defense. It wasn't a great defense, but it was okay. This defense feels super real, like painfully real to the opposition. Like they're all saying, yep. They got some guys there. And, you know, K.J. Wright really makes this defense. You can give kudos to all the guys. Max is a beast. And Gakwe, I mean, everybody's trying their thing. Um, I'd like to see the feral cat get a chance. I'd like to see him because I know he's got to be just frothing at the mouth trying to get in there. Maybe they're trying to trade him. I don't know. But I'd like to see him get another chance. I think he'll... I think he'll play differently in this scheme. So we'll see what happens. If we get an injury, maybe he will play. We'll see. But amazing, amazing offense. And yes, I too would like to see the Raiders take a team like the Dolphins. Not not that I want to beat up on a on a beat up kid already, but I'd like to see a decent score. Like, you know, like a beating, but not a terrible beating like the Bills gave him. We don't have to do that much to him. But yes, we do. Uh, I think that would certainly solidify our position in the West. Um, Especially because now, you know, the Chiefs have to pay the Steelers too. Maybe the Steelers don't want to fall down to the Chiefs. It's an interesting year, dude. And I'm feeling some real serious playoff feelings here. And they're not... They're no uh, mirage, I could tell you that. Appreciate the call always, man. Always do. Thanks. Well, Raider Nation, we got the fish coming up. <laughs> we got a squish, fry, you know, a fish. A buddy of mine has a t-shirt I love. It's about salmon fishing. It goes, catch them, beat them, skin them, and eat them. <laughs> I love it. 
I think the fish will go down, but like I said, man, I'm worried about a trap game. Always am, because I've been watching this team way too long. So let's watch the, ma the Raiders at home take care of the fish in the desert. I can't wait, and I can feel it coming now. Can you imagine the talking heads when the Raiders are 3-0? I don't want to jinx anything, but damn! And that is all I have to say about that.